everybody, and I just want to say, as always, uh, I welcome you to the Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast, and I hope that um, this program is a blessing to you. Uh, it's something, again, that I feel like I'm, uh, I, I have been called to do, uh, to preach, and uh, I always pray that the Lord would just guide me um, in what he wants me to uh, talk about here. And uh, I hope that everyone is uh, blessed. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the United States right now and uh, other parts of the world, you know. And uh, I just hope that whatever it is that you're dealing with, that the Lord will um, uh, bless you and give you what you need to... Uh, deal with it. Uh, today we will be looking at uh, a few different um, or actually a couple of different uh, passages uh, in the Bible. Um, it's a subject that uh, actually, uh, well three passages in the Bible, or two passages actually. Um, it's a subject that we see a lot of in our society today, it's you know Christians fellowshipping, or uh, you know the the importance of fellowship, and uh, you see this so much uh, today in the church. You know you have churches that are looking kind of empty, and so what does the Bible have to say about this? And so the first passage that we will uh, look at is Hebrew, uh, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 through 25 so verse 23 let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised and let us consider one another to provoke into love and to good works not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching the author of Hebrews is telling us about a problem that the church had at that time and it's one that we see so much of today uh, the problem is that of Christians not assembling together uh, and during that time, which is something that a lot of people might not think about, during that time, there was no, there were no formal buildings for Christians to meet at, uh, no churches as we know them today. Uh, they didn't have all these buildings, you know, uh, as a meeting place. Uh, they met in people's homes. They would have services in each other's homes. They would get together, break bread, and just fellowship. And so how many Christians do we know that no longer go to church? Uh, I imagine that it's more than a few. But this is really talking about something a little deeper. Church, as we think of it today, involves going to a building, you know, and we see the building as a meeting place, and, you know, hey, it's, it's nice to have it. Air-conditioned and comfortable chairs and all that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But in the early church, there were no church buildings. You know, people just simply met in their homes and fellowship. 
but even then there were people who were for some reason had decided to stop meeting you know it's like some of us today our relationship with God gets more distant and so we have less to do on a daily basis with the things of God we still belong to him but we are kind of following him from a distance our fellowship suffers because of this but the Bible here tells us to hold fast to the faith our walk without wavering for in doing so we inherit the blessings of God and in fellowshipping like we are supposed to uh, we provoke each other to do the things of God you know it's like you know the more you're around the people of God the more you're going to be encouraged to do the things that Jesus would have you do but if you cut yourself off from uh, fellowship uh, then you're not going to be able to grow the way that you should so you need to uh, we need to be sure that we're around the people of God to some degree and uh, we will move to and, and with that we will turn to Matthew 18 chapter 18 verses 19, 19 through 20 and verse 19 again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name there I am there am I in the midst of them again what we read here is not necessarily talking about what we term church today uh, this is about believers just plain getting together what the Bible is saying is that you do not necessarily have to go to church uh, you must however have fellowship with other believers in order to have a successful life as a Christian you cannot fight the battles we are required to face without support from others uh, you have Christ yes but you also must have the support of your brethren there are you know there are people who for various reasons cannot or do not go to church you know there are a conventional church for whatever reason uh, shut-ins and people who are just sick and you know or maybe they can't or maybe they just don't have a way to go to church who knows uh, there are options for these folks TV church online church or people just come to see them and talk about Jesus that is the church we are the church the people the the people who assemble in the buildings the people who are the the true Christian you know people who, who are true Christians make up the body of Christ we are in the body of Christ, the true church, whether or not we actually go into a building every Saturday or Sunday, whatever the preferred day is uh, in your case. We are the true church wherever we go. And so we can have church in somebody's house if we want to. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, you know, I guess you, I, I guess you, you could call it a house church. Uh, the word tells us that when we get together in agreement he is there where two or three are gathered in his name he is in the midst of them you know you can have church in the store you can have church at work and as I've said you can have church at home as well uh, we cannot have growth in our lives without fellowship God wants us to be in touch with other believers when we let sin interfere in our lives our fellowship with God is disrupted and so is our fellowship with other believers. This, you know, too, when we get off into uh, sins in our life, you know, whatever it might be, 
that sin takes us away from our proper fellowship and so the church rightfully will um, abandon fellowship with or terminate fellowship with us because that's what the Bible says to do it's not a popular thing for people to uh, it's not something that people want to think about today because it's not politically correct or it's not the quote-unquote loving thing to do but it is the loving thing to do because you're protecting yourself and the church from their from someone's behavior and you're also trying to get that person's attention as a discipline uh, you know as a disciplinary measure and you know hopefully they will see that their fellowship has been interrupted and that they are no longer assembling uh, with other believers the way that they're supposed to that is the does the that is one of the harmful effects of sin it destroys and it deprives it deprives us of our proper nourishment and relationship with uh, God you know God still loves us he is still we are still his but he will put a whooping on us to try to correct our behavior so that we can be uh, back where we're supposed to be in proper assembly and fellowship with uh, the other believers because that way we can be a more effective tool for Christ in this world if we're uh, an effective member of the church and uh, before I let the, before we end this uh, program today I just want to say that uh, as always uh, you know there are people who um, are not in fellowship with Christ and these you know and some people are not in fellowship with Christ because they don't belong to him anyway and so for those people I want to say this you know Jesus loves you he died for you so that you could have eternal life for all I know he might be calling on you right now so uh, when you're listening to this you know, all you have to do is if you feel like Jesus Christ is trying to come into your life right now, if you feel the Holy Spirit uh, convicting you of your need for salvation, all you have to do is just let him in. You know, you surrender to him. You don't have to say a fancy prayer or anything, but what happens is, is when you yield to him, you say to God that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God that he died for your sins and he you know that he is God in the or was God in the flesh you don't have to understand everything right at the, right right at that time you won't probably but just understand that Jesus died for you to save you from your sins and so that is my prayer right now that anyone listening to this who is not saved would be saved and so with that, we will close this edition of the uh, Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast, and I hope that God blesses you all.